All right, let's welcome in Dr. Sasha Batia, Chief Medical Innovation Officer at Women's College Hospital, who joins us here now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto for more on this. Doctor, good afternoon. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. First of all, uh, I mean, this is uh, certainly an attention-grabbing headline. What does this exactly mean for the uh, commoner, the common person, when it comes to uh, health care? Uh, what is the city of Brampton trying to tell us by declaring this state of emergency? Uh, that's a great question. I think I think this has been something that's been brewing for, for quite some time. Um, you know, uh, often hospitals, if you go to an emergency room, are crowded, um, you know, especially, you know, in you know, flu season or the winter when people are sick and coming into hospital. But I think one of the things we're starting to notice is, you know, the ebb and flow of crowding uh, in hospitals is now becoming a new normal. So, you know, you're starting to see that this overcapacity of, you know, hospital beds are o- or hospitals are over 100% capacity isn't just happening during flu season. It's happening all the time. And what it means, I think, for individuals is to say there's a very good chance that if you go to the emergency room and you need to be admitted, that you are going to spend a substantial amount of time, you know, waiting in a stretcher in the emergency room for a bed upstairs. Well, enlighten us a little bit when it comes to things such as excessive wait times. Is there a standard of care when it comes to a wait times for anyone in this province going to a hospital? And if so, does the hospital in Brampton, does it exceed this wildly? Right. It's a great question. And, you know, there was an expert panel, you know, maybe about 10 years ago that looked at the issue of, say, for example, emergency room wait times. And they sort of said, you know, um, if it's, uh, you know, a relatively minor procedure or sorry relatively minor ailment about 4 hours is uh, is the is a, is approximately a reasonable time for people you know to kind of get in get assessed and, and then get out um and then for more complicated things um it's about 8 hours um so for minor things, actually, the province has done a pretty good job. We've gotten a lot more efficient at, at kind of moving people through who have minor complaints. And actually, even for people that don't need to be admitted, so, you know, they come in, but they can go home, the province has done a reasonably good job. And, and, and I think Brampton has, has done a pretty good job as well. The big challenge is if you need to be admitted to hospital. And that's about 10% of people that come into an emergency room where they need to be admitted. And that's where the challenge comes in, where, in fact, in some cases, if you need to be admitted to a bed, you're sometimes waiting over 24 hours, you know, to be admitted upstairs. So that means you're spending a day uh, in the emergency room. And, and Brampton Civic, in particular, is a very busy emergency room. So I think they have over 600,000, you know, service about 650,000 people in the community. They're one of the highest volume uh, emergency rooms in the province. And so if you need to be admitted, uh, you're going to wait a while. Let me ask you about, uh, you just mentioned wait times. Four hours is roughly the average when it comes to something considered a minor. Is that good enough? I mean, I'm just thinking about other things. Like if I've got a problem with my cable TV, if I phone my cable company, I'm not going to be waiting around for four hours on the phone to get some help or some advice. And this is, even if it's minor, we're talking about somebody's health. Yeah. I mean, so actually, I, I think it, it was an expert panel and, I, and, and that came up with those recommendations. And, and I think that's reasonable because, you know, people do, you know, it's, 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 it, the wait time is not, you know, you're waiting to see somebody. It's the entire experience. And so what that would mean is, you know, you got to come in, you get assessed by the triage nurse. Uh, they take your vitals. They find out what's wrong. They take a history. You need to be seen by the doctor. And then sometimes tests need to be ordered. Blood work 
work, you know, chest x-rays or other types of radiology testing. And then, you know, sometimes treatments need to be given. And sometimes, particularly if you're coming into the emergency room, sometimes people just need to be observed. So we need to see what's happening with them to see how they, you know, how their care evolves. And so I think as a catch-all, four hours is, is actually reasonable for a minor ailment. And, and eight hours for something that's complicated or that is a little bit more serious is also reasonable. Because, again, I'm a cardiologist. And so if you have somebody that comes in with chest pain, before you send them home, you kind of got to wait for a few, for some tests to come back. Sometimes it takes a bit of time because you want to make sure that you're not missing something really uh, serious. Sure. Um, but, again, the concern is, I think, and I think where Brampton is, uh, is, is, um, is sort of raising the flag is this issue around people having to wait a very long time to be admitted to hospital because there is not a hospital bed available. And that's the real problem that I think we're starting to see. All right. It's wait times and it's also overcrowding. And is the answer here, and this has been talked about and was on the campaign trail during the election, is another hospital for Brampton, is another facility. Is that the answer, do you think? You know, I think before, you know, I think before we talk about a new facility, the question ultimately is, is there enough funding for the beds that are already that, that, you know, that are already there? And so, you know, I think a thing that the Ontario Hospital Association has talked about is, is you know, and, it, and overcrowding is a complicated problem. One, are there enough hospital beds, even within the hospitals that are there, are they all appropriately funded and staffed up? Then second is, are the people who are admitted uh, to hospital but could actually go somewhere else, um, uh, meaning a long-term care home, for example, do we have enough of those? So there are a lot of people, you know, right now in the province that are in a hospital bed that don't need to be in a hospital bed because we can't find another place for them to go. Either they can't get the right amount of home care, they can't get the right of long-term care, you know, they can't get, uh, uh, you know, the, the care that they need in the community. And so I think before we jump on this idea of building other hospital, we need to kind of look systematically at what are the root causes of the problem and are we actually getting the right value and the right uh, capacity out of the infrastructure that we already have. Okay, but is time of the essence when it comes to a Brampton? Because when you declare a healthcare emergency like City Council did there unanimously, basically they're saying there's an emergency because there's a reasonable prospect of life being endangered. And as a matter of fact, the mayor there, Patrick Brown, says there is no question that the top issue in Brampton is this healthcare crisis. So if this is a crisis, a lot of what you were just talking about is uh, really kind of big picture stuff. What needs to be done immediately there, do you think? It's a great question. And, and I would just say Brampton's not unique. I mean, obviously, it's an acute issue, uh, you know, with uh, the people and, the, and, and, and you know, the amount of people and the busyness of the emergency room. But if you, you know, the CBC just had an article about overcrowding in hospitals. And there are a number of hospitals in the province that are operating at over 100% capacity. Um, so what I'm talking, although it sounds big picture, the first thing the Ontario Hospital Association says is what we need is we do need a bit more funding, which is going to open up hospital beds in existing hospitals. And so, you know, you can't build a hospital, like a, an actual new hospital overnight. So let's get the funding into the hospitals uh, in, across, the, across the province to actually begin to open some beds up and create capacity. Then the second thing we need to do is make sure that there are supports in the community. So do we have the right amount of home care? 
Do we have the right amount of long-term care? And those are both things that have been on the government's agenda. So making sure that we have the right amount of adequate funding. I mean, the Ontario hospitals are some of the most efficient in the country. And I just think that there's a capacity issue that the government needs to think about right now um, that could actually help alleviate the problem in the short term. All right, just to get you out on this, a final question. Do you think when we talk about more funding, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening in their cars right now going, all right, dumping more money uh, into health care. Does that have to be directed to frontline health care to make sure that it goes to, uh, for, for boots on the ground and doesn't end up being chewed up in administrative? Sure. You know, you know, this is commonly something that everyone talks about, that, you know, money goes into administration and, you know, there's this bureaucracy. The reality is, is that actually hospitals in Ontario have been operating really efficiently for a long time. The amount of, in, you know, the amount of funding, uh, like hospitals in Ontario are funded the least uh, than all other provinces in the country. We have the same number of hospital beds per capita as Mexico. We have half the number of hospital beds as the United States. So it isn't an issue, and and our hospitals run really efficiently. Um, We spend one-fifth of the administrative cost of the United States. So we're actually not doing that badly on the admin piece. I agree that money needs to go into frontline staff, but actually I don't know that there's much more efficient, much more efficiencies to be gained in the Ontario hospitals. I think they're just sort of creaking like under the weight of more people um, and more demand. Gonna have to leave it there for now. Dr. Pache, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for your perspective. No problem. Thanks a lot.